in this town is protected. What is that monitor? Looks like you made that sash from one of your mother's scarves. <laughs> <laughs> There's something off in this town. We got an untold mystery here. I say Marco, you say Polo. Marco! Weirdo! Oh, Hubie, don't go out there. Shalem needs me. Not sure what's happening in this creepy town. The police department is advising everyone to stay home and lock their doors. Ah! What are we screaming at? Oh. You know what I think done it? A werewolf. Think you've been watching too many scary movies, Louise? All right, testing, testing. All right, that sounds like it's working. Happy Halloween, listeners, and welcome back to a very special bonus episode of The Pod in the Pendulum. I am one of your hosts, Mike Snoonian. I am actually not joined by Jerry this Halloween afternoon. Oh, you're jumping the gun there. Yes. You're jumping the gun already, not even waiting. Who am I with today? Ada, I'm his daughter. Ada, you, I are with my daughter Ada today. Uh, and what are we here to talk about as a little bonus presentation for people? Hubie Halloween. We are here to talk about the 2020 Netflix horror comedy Hubie, Hubie Halloween starring Adam Sandler, Julie Bowen, Kevin James, Tim Meadows, Maya Randolph, Steve Buscemi, and a whole host of other folks as well. Okay, so why did we pick this movie, I guess? Why did we decide that we were going to take, like, an hour of our life to talk about Hubie Halloween? Because we watched it, and I said, it, and it's now my favorite Halloween movie. Oh, and boy. And um, I asked you if we should do um, one of the, what we did with the um, Shaun of the Dead and do a commentary on it while we watch yeah. it. Mm -hmm. But you said we couldn't do that, so, but you said we could do this instead. I said we could do a regular episode, because commentaries are trickier. Commentary, remember we tried to do one in the fog, and it just oh, was yeah. us sitting there very quietly for most of the movie, eating popcorn? So sometimes you have to know a movie really, really well to do a commentary on it, and that uh -huh. isn't always exciting for listeners, because they have to be watching the movie for like the commentaries to make sense sometimes, so... Okay, but why did we pick Hubie Halloween as a movie? What was it about the movie that you really, really liked? I liked um, how it has a different ending than most movies. It mm -hmm. has a joke ending, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think it, yeah. And um, I like the character Hubie and mm -hmm. also the thermos. 
Yeah, so we're going to definitely talk about all of those different things there. I will be very honest, listeners. I was surprised with exactly how much I really enjoyed this movie. So I have a long history with Adam Sandler. This is how many other movies with Adam Sandler have you seen? I don't know who Adam Sandler is, he so I can't really tell He was the person who played you. Hubie Halloween. I don't know. I think this is the first one you've seen. So Adam Sandler is a comedian who got his start probably back in the late 80s, early 90s. And he was on a show called Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I didn't recognize him, but I mm-hmm. and I don't know why you and Mom were talking about a man called Adam San- Sandler yes, well, while we is. were watching the movie. Because he's the person who was in the movie, you know? Uh-huh. Did you think that Hubie Halloween <laughs> was a real person and this was a documentary that followed him around? No. Did you think this was actually it, happening? I knew it played somebody, but I didn't know. I know it probably. I knew he played Hubie, but I don't know who he is and wow. why you were talking about Adam Sandler. Well, let's give you a little history lesson on Adam Sandler. So he got his start on a show called Saturday Night Live. He was really um, famous for little doing sketch comedy with people like Chris Farley and David uh-huh. Spade and Tim Meadows, and he was like a new breed of comedian. And his Style of comedy, I would say, would be like overgrown man-child, okay? Okay. So what do you think it means when I say overgrown man-child? Um, a really big dude who acts like a kid and is a man. Yeah, he's a really big dude who acts like he's 10 years old all the time, right? And he had some like famous comedy albums, like They're All Gonna Laugh at You. He did stand-up... Dad actually saw him do stand-up comedy with Jerry Ooh. Seinfeld, who was probably one of the more famous stand-up comedians of the um, past 30 years, and who was on a very popular show called Seinfeld. So Jerry Seinfeld had Adam Sandler open for him when he did a tour to promote the start of that show. And Dad thought Adam Sandler was one of the funniest dudes in the world. Okay. While we were watching the movie, you said something about him like declining and... like. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit. So Adam Sandler, after Shy Night Live was over, started to appear. In, now, he had bit roles. Well, not bit roles, but he had, like, uh, roles in a, what I would call, like, an ensemble movie where he's not really the main person, but he's one of the main people in a comedy called Airheads. And Airheads was about a grunge rock band that, like, broke into a record stu- uh, radio station to kidnap or... or um, hold the DJ hostage in order to make them play uh, their music. And it was an okay little comedy, but, you know, it kind of came and went. He first caught people's attention with a movie called Adam Sandler, which was about, like, a 25-year-old man who had a very, very rich dad, and Adam Sandler, like, would spend his day eating pudding cups and getting drunk and looking at uh, naked women in magazines (laughs) and sitting by the pool and finally his dad said as enough is enough and that he paid for him to graduate high school um, and he was tired of his son being a bum so Ad, he wasn't going to give him his company. So Adam Sandler made a deal. He said, I'll repeat all of my grades in two weeks each. So kindergarten all the way through high school. Um, so it's about a 25-year-old man going back to kindergarten to oh. start out with. Yes, and he eats paste, and he makes crafts, and he um, <laughs> pees his pants, um, and he plays dodgeball, and he whips the balls at kids' head. So that was the. It is a very ridiculous movie, but it's a lot of fun. Um, 
and dad would watch that movie over and over. Then he did a movie called Happy Gilmore, where he plays a hockey player who's kind of a bum, and his grandmother is going to get kicked out of her home because she wasn't paying the bills. So he becomes a professional golfer because he can hit the ball really far. But he's really foul-mouthed, and he curses a lot, and he gets in fights on the golf course, and he acts like a general hooligan, but everybody loves him for being a hooligan. And at the end of the thing, and also... Um, Carl Weathers, who plays Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, gets his hand bitten off by a um, alligator. Cool. Yes. So at the end of that movie, he saves his grandmother's house by winning the big golf thing. Then he was in a movie called The Wedding Singer, and that might be his most famous movie. Where he, what do you think he plays in a movie called The Wedding Singer? A husband. The movie is called The Wedding Singer. A singer? Yes. What do you think he sings at? A wedding? Excellent. So he plays the wedding singer, and he falls in love with a woman played by Drew Barrymore. Do you remember what Drew Barrymore was in? What famous horror movie um, is she in at the start of the movie before she gets killed? I don't know. We saw it at the drive-in. The drive-in one where the kid, people walk, knock on the windows. Um, Werewolf in London. Nope. Hello. So, mom is coming in. See your birth busy during your chores. We are. Okay. So Drew Barrymore. Excellent. Is that a euphemism? Um. So definitely, she was in the beginning of Scream. Oh. She's the girl that is on the phone going, Why are you? All he asked My was... boyfriend is big and he plays football and he's going to kick the shit out of you. All he That's... said, all he asked her was, What's your favorite horror movie? Yeah. So it's all a big misunderstanding. So he played, he falls in love with her and it's set in the 80s and it's really fun and that made him a huge star. And he did movies like The Water Boy and Big Daddy, and he, for a long time, was like basically famous for his shtick, where he does like the same thing over and over again, but people really liked it. And then what kind of happened after a while, and he also was in movies um, that are a bit more mature, like he did a movie called Punch Drunk Love, which shows, oh, this guy can really act when he wants to. He was really good at it. Um, but basically... After a while, he started to do, he started to get ridiculous. He did movies like I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, which was about two straight men that had to pretend to be gay to get married so one could get health insurance. And it kind of poked fun at being a gay person, which is not always the nicest thing to do. It's a bit outdated for its time. And, um... He did a movie called Little Nicky where he plays a son of the devil and he kind of comes off like he's special needs. Same thing with The Water. The Water Boy is really funny, but he plays someone who kind of comes off like special needs. So the big complaint about Adam Sandler sometimes is he like punches down with his humor. What do you think it means to punch down with your humor? He doesn't really get that it... He, he like, he uses stuff that may be offensive to some kinds of people. Yeah. And he doesn't really get that he's not supposed to poke fun at things like that. Yeah, he's making fun of people that don't have any power. That's exactly it, that he can be a bit offensive at times without really realizing that he is. 
So, and then he just started to make a bunch of movies where it was an excuse to get together with his friends and go on vacation. And he said this, he's like, well, we go shoot at these really fun places and I bring my family and all my friends bring their family. And, you know, like we have a vacation for a month while I shoot a movie a few hours a day. Which, hey, if you're going to get paid millions of dollars to do that, there's worse things to do in life. But it doesn't usually make for good movies, right? Uh-huh. So now he's made a movie um, last year called Uncut Gems, which we thought he might win awards for because he was really good in it. And he made Hubie Halloween, which is really fun. So he shows that he can still like do these really fun roles and these really fun movies from now and again. Alright, so that's enough of me prattling. What was Hubie Halloween about? You know, let's break. We're going to spoil the movie for folks that haven't watched it. Uh, it is on Netflix, and I would say that if you're looking for a good family-friendly comedy about Halloween, it's a good movie to watch. So, um, what is the movie? How does the movie start? It starts off with Hubie um, getting getting. Where is the first thing we see in the movie? We see the an asylum, man. right? So, the, where is the Jello Man supposed to be? So, um, okay, so the. The asylum person walks in, mm -hmm. and um, he and he rips off the covers because he thinks yep. it's a dude, but it's a thing made of jello with yes. with um with um writing in wieners that says bye. Bye. And the Jello man, the 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 Jello man, the Jello man is played by Jello, uh, lime flavored Jello. It's green and it's wobbly. But Ben Stiller plays the attendant mm -hmm. in the asylum. Um, so, and Ben Stiller, like, had a cameo back in Happy Gilmore playing an attendant in a nursing home who was also a douchebag. So, it's kind of a funny little callback to that. And I'm not sure if it's supposed to be the same person, but, you know, who knows. Okay. So, we know that, like, Jello Man is on the loose right and now, And we right? see him pissing on a gravestone. Oh, boy. He pees on a gravestone, right? Okay. So, then we go from that. We go... Do we meet Hubie for the first time? And what is Hubie doing when we meet him? He is riding his bike with his spooky hat on, mm -hmm. which I like. And all the kids are throwing trash at him. Mm -hmm. So to avoid the kids who are throwing trash at him, he has to... Um, well, first he gets distracted by his crutch, Violet Valentine, mm -hmm. who is who has her groceries. And then he falls off his bikes and pretends to be one of the robots in the store. Mm -hmm. And then he goes to his job and a dude is really mean to him. And then he goes home and and the kids are throwing fire at him yeah. now. So let's back up a little bit. Okay, so he's distracted by his crush, Violet Valentine, who's played by Julie Bowen, uh -huh. best known uh, for her role in the hit sitcom Modern Family. She also uh, played Jack's wife in the show Lost. Um, at the deli where he works, he is tormented by someone who's bullied him since childhood, uh, played, by, played by Ray Liotta, who we all know from Goodfellas and Copland and 
uh, Hannibal and a number of other movies. Like Jay, Ray Liotta plays like a great asshole, basically. So now, does Hubie like Halloween, or is he kind of like not a Halloween dude? He loves Halloween. It's he his loves Halloween, Halloween, right? Oh, where is Hubie Halloween set? We should mention Salem. That. Salem, Mass. So Salem, Mass is pretty much like Halloween, Halloween town, town, isn't it? I mean, basically. So there are like a million people that go visit Salem every year. Um, the whole town is decorated for Halloween. I don't think the whole movie is shot in Salem. But definitely some of the exteriors are. You get, and it looks like, what is, how does, do, when you watch this movie, does it feel like Halloween? Yes. It really does. It feels like Halloween season. Um, so he gets home and he meets his, his, who does he meet when he gets home? Um, his neighbor. And his neighbor is played by Steve Buscemi. And his neighbor is, uh, says he's Walter. Now what does Walter tell Hubie if he hears strange noises? Not to look or call the police. Yeah, don't look, don't call the police, don't tell anyone what's going on right now. Also, if you need any candy, I got a white van. If you have a white van, yep, and Walter probably can't live near a school if, you know, he's that creepy. Um, what would you do if someone said, hey, if you hear strange noises coming from my house, don't come? I would just kind of run away yeah. or cycle away really fast. Exactly. And pretend I heard nothing. Exactly. All right, so after Hubie goes in and he meets his neighbor, Walter, who do we meet next? Um, then we meet his mom. Yeah, and what's his mom's deal? She wears a, um, the boner shirts, like boner she, donor. She wears a lot of shirts, yeah. She definitely wears a lot of, and we're going to kind of run through those later on, like one by one. We'll go through all the different shirts that she wore because they were pretty funny as one of the gags. But what does she say about Hubie? Like, what does she think Hubie's biggest problem is? He think, she thinks that he doesn't stand up to the bullies. He's throwing right. flaming things of garbage at yep. him and are really rude to him at the deli mart. Right. He gets bullied around by people at the, the um, deli mart. Kids throw trash at him when he's riding his bike. Uh, everyone picks on him. Also, we're like 15 minutes in and we haven't talked about Hubie's yard. What, tell me about Hubie's yard, absolutely. So it has all these Halloween decorations and they're not gory or anything, mm -hmm. but they have all these big things of ghosts and animatronics and lights everywhere. And all the, all, everything just like surrounds the yard. Mm -hmm. And then there's the um, pea ghost, mm -hmm. which Walter points to and goes to, ah, it's a traditional ghost. Is that a um, pea stain? Yeah. And Hubie goes, that's not important. So Hubie probably wets the bed, doesn't he? Uh -huh. So next day, Hubie, um, he goes to the Salem Witch Museum. There's a field trip there, and the kids make fun of him. And then he goes to um, the school to talk to the kids, right? Uh-huh. And what, is the, what do the kids think of Hubie at the school? They think... Well, they think he's weird, and they throw trash right. at him. They throw trash at him at school. And also well, they throw he... food at him at school. True, but a lot of... I don't, th I don't think you would consider empty milk cartons as treasures. True, that's true. I think you can consider that as some yeah. trash. So Hubie's whole deal is he's like the town safety person. He's like the neighborhood safety watch person. And he goes around, he wears like a homemade sash that says monitor, and he keeps going to the police, and the head of police is played by Kevin James. 
um, who is... I don't know who that is, yeah, but... He's a famous actor for being in, like, some really crappy but popular television shows. I'll save this quote for the end, but one of my favorite quotes, you know, one of my favorite quotes in the movies is when they're all, like, at, at the end, where they're all like, I don't like Hubie because I've never felt sexually satisfied, and Hubie has so much sex hope, and everybody's like... <laughs> And then the mom's like, why do you hate Hubie? I don't know he's what nice, to do with... He's considerate, he's not dyslexic, and, and he, he has, has sex hope. He is smart, he has nice hair, and he has sex hope. Yes, yeah. that is one of his traits. <laughs> um, but Hubie's always going to the police saying, like, this person's doing this wrong, this person's wrong, the deli is selling expired bacon and the police kind of think he's a pain in the butt right oh yeah and he said um i heard voices in the sewers yes which might be pennywise from it um but basically hubie goes around on halloween night and he um tries to make sure that the kids are all being safe um and what do the kids do the kids are like screw you man and what do the adults do the adults are also like, screw you, man. Yeah, and everyone makes fun trash. of you. Yeah. But eventually what starts happening is the kid, the someone is out there and they are um, targeting all of the people that Hubie gets picked on by, right? If this person succeeds, everybody's going to die except yeah. Hubie. So first there's like one of the kids from high school that works at the deli and he plays a prank on Hubie in a corn maze and then before you know it, he gets like pulled off into the cornfields by an unknown thing. Something I like about this movie is that there are three possible villains that are mm -hmm. popular with um, really big horror movies. One of them is the escaped mental person. So there's the escaped mental is, patient, yep. And then there's the werewolf, which is then Steve Buscemi, a classic. The Walt, the neighbor of Walter, and then there's who a weird... is played by Steve Buscemi. He think we think he might be a werewolf. And then there is the third one, which is weird paranormal thing. There might be a ghost. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, All of so, which are pretty popular. Right. So Hubie um, goes to the drive-in theater because there's a clue that says maybe the kidnapper or killer is there. And when he's there, Tim Meadows' character and Maya Rudolph's character play a prank on him uh -huh. um, that gets him injured. And he sees... Steve Buscemi's character again, who was like howling under the moon and scratching himself, and his arms look airy, and then that dude runs off. Also, there's a half of a pumpkin in his hands, yeah. and he's eating it. Yes, and he's eating a pumpkin right from the thing. You're right. Um, after that, um, Tim Meadows and Maya Rudolph see a scarecrow in the middle of the street, and when they go out to investigate, they're pulled off into the night by something unseen, right? Uh-huh. All right. So eventually the cops get involved. Um, Hubie goes to the local haunted house and thinks the killer might be there. Um, what happens at the haunted house? So at the haunted house, it's like, it's just like this, like, pretty, it's just like a thing that you would do at your school for a fundraiser, except mm -hmm. it's like, 
in an elementary school, so the things are a bit scarier. Yeah, it's like a high school haunted house. And there's a, and the walls are painted, and he gets freaked out by all the animatronics. Right. And then one of the he, one of the actors grabs him by the ankles and go hi, and he freaks out. He has a meltdown. He starts right? violently. He's like whoa, 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 whoa. shaking. Yep. Starts crying and yells at mommy repeated, yep. repeatedly. And yep. the girl's just like, dude, you know I'm just an actor, right? That happens a lot. So for someone who <laughs> For someone who likes Halloween so much, what happens whenever Hubie sees something scary? He starts screaming. He starts freaking out. He has a near meltdown every single time. So that's super bizarre. So we come to find out. He, now he sees the reason he goes in the haunted house is he sees like a uh -huh. giant dog, right? What does he think that dog is? He thinks it's a werewolf and it's a husky. Yeah. And the dog poops and he's like... Is Mr. Lamberkin? Why are you doing that? Oh, you're eating the poop. Why do you want to eat the poop? And your dog eats his own poop, right? Yeah. He's right. like, is what was the dude's name again? Walter. I know, but the other dude who got kidnapped? I don't remember. I was like, is him in your feces? Oh, okay, yep. So are the dog eating? runs out of the haunted house and Hubie runs after him, but not before he grabs a silver bullet from someone's costume which he throws at the dog and hits him in the eye, and then what does the dog do? Eat it. He eats it. Probably yeah. like a chocolate bullet, exactly, maybe. Exactly, exactly. So then we find out that the person we think is a werewolf is actually an, also an escaped um, mental patient, and the jello man from the early in the movie, he escaped to bring the other guy back because he missed him as his friend. And they turn themselves in at the police station, and they're just waiting to go back. And um and the, and the dude goes. So what did you do while you were out? I'm really sorry I had to make you like escape. And he goes, Nah, it was fun. What, yep. So what did you do? I pissed on a gravestone. Yes, what you did. Pissed on a dude car. You know, just some sun, fun piss right. and stuff. It's your mouth, Ada. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what? It's a quote. He said. Piss. Oh my goodness. People at my school listen to this, and they're gonna think you're a foul-mouthed little brat. Well, yeah, but you don't let me get this. You don't let me say curse words usually. True. So, I, so this is your opportunity. Okay. Yes. So they go to a radio station, and what is? How does the DJ sound on the radio? What do they sound like? It sounds like a woman. When when they go there, it's just really big black dude. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. So Shaquille O'Neal is a famous basketball player. He is seven feet tall. And he's 300 pounds, and he sounds, he has a really deep voice like this where he talks, right? Uh -huh. But what does he sound like on the radio? He sounds like this really oh, high... Oh, hey, how you doing? This is the radio. I'm sitting here playing the tunes for you. It's not what you would think that Shaquille O'Neal sounds like, And then like, his right? wife comes by, and she has this really deep, burly oh, she voice. she has a great, gruff voice, yes. And she's like, I can't wait to find out your real voice. And she goes, this it is, is my, my real, real voice. voice. So then... Huey goes to investigate some more, like who's calling about him on the radio, and it ends up being Violet Valentine, right? Uh-huh. And why does she call the radio so much? Because she loves him. She's in love with Huey, Halloween. She's in love with Huey. So eventually, that leads Huey to believe it can only be one person that is kidnapping all these people. Who is it? Um, he thinks it's his mom, but, well, he doesn't think it's his mom, he thinks it's somebody inside the house, because no. he's like, my mom is a sweet old lady, she yeah. wouldn't kill people, and the calls are coming from inside the house, I have to go and save mm -hmm. her, it's the mom. 
And yeah, so when he gets eventually home, spoiler alert, it is the mom that is kidnapping everybody. And when he, oh, we didn't mention this part. Hubie, um, his great, 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 great grandmother was part of the Salem witch trials. And she was the one telling everybody, these are not witches. What are you doing? And what happened to her? She was hanged. She was hung like all the witches. They didn't believe her. So the the um, mom has like Ray Liotta's character, who was a bully, Tim Meadows and Maya Randolph. They were bullies, and um, the teenage boy who was a bully. She has them. What does she have them? She has them tied to what? Um, she has them tied to sticks, just like yep. how they would do it in the um, witch trials. With the witch trials, right? So what is she gonna do? Is she gonna like make them um, dinner? She's gonna burn them and like mm -hmm. she's just like like slowly shuffling over with the gasoline mm -hmm. going like yeah not really right? it's not really sinister because she's slowly yeah. waddling over there yeah so she slowly. throws she throws um, a match mm -hmm. the match at the thing to set them on fire and what does Hubie do he um, throws them with a liquid from his thermos which mm -hmm. looks like puke and it puts out the fire it puts out the fire. And what do, does everybody thank Hubie right away, or are they still kind of mean to him? They're so mean to him. Yeah, so what do they call him, Hubie? Uh-huh. Yeah, and they kind of make fun of him. And why do they make fun of Hubie? Because, but, well, in their statements, one of them says, well, I try to act all cool because I want people to like me, but Hubie could just be himself, and yeah. that's why I hate Hubie. Yeah. And then the, um... The other one goes, and when I was in eighth grade, I was diagnosed with dyslexia, but I faked it because I didn't want the doctors to know that I was just really stupid. <laughs> that was really you, and it was really dumb. And then and the third one goes, well, I've never felt sexually satisfied. Yes, yes. And Hubie, well, I don't think he's been having much but sex. But he has sex hope, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And then the other man is bald, and he's jealous of Hubie's hair. Right, uh -huh. and the mom says, and the police show up, and they're going to arrest mom. And the mom says, "Look, you've been terrible to my son, and all he is is nice to people. He's smart, and he's nice, and he's kind, and all you do is make fun of him." And what do the police before the police can arrest mom? What does she do? She goes Frankenstein and runs away. Yeah, they all think Frankenstein's behind them, and she gets away into the night. And also, what um, what the dude says when they're all like confessing things is the dude goes um. Once I had to pull over this drunk guy for drunk driving, and he goes, he was not to be arrested by a Muppet. Because Kevin I James has a, he has a mullet and a long beard, and he looks a bit like a Muppet, doesn't he? Yes. So the movie ends. That's my the, favorite quote. At the end of the movie, it jumps to a year later, and what happens? They're kissing, and the kids are dressing up as all the people yes. from before. Hubie marries Violet. And he becomes the mayor of Salem. And on Halloween, he's riding around, keeping everyone safe. Uh -huh. But what's different this time? He's the mayor. He's the man, right? And everyone loves Hubie. Uh -huh. And he's the mayor. And instead yep. of the kids chasing around with the mask on that they did last year, they mm -hmm. take off their mask and goes, Hey, Hubie, you're the best. You're the man, Hubie. You're the you're man. The man. Right. And my favorite costume in there was a um, Cookie's costume, which is um, the sheriff's. Mm -hmm. And this is another one that quote that I like. He goes, "Wow, great Muppet costume!" Yes, great <laughs> Muppet costume. All right, 
So first, before we talk about the things we like, what do you think the overall message of Hubie Halloween is? If you're a nice person and people are mean to you, be nice because you're a hero. And those Sometimes, people can suck an egg. Right. Sometimes mean people can go suck eggs. But also that like we should try to be kind and compassionate and good to others. Even It's not always easy to be nice to people when they're mean to us, right? No. Yeah. Have you ever had someone be mean to you and you've been nice to them just so they... Because you felt it was the right thing to do? No. Okay, excellent. Grace is a good kid here. All right. So tell me a few things that you liked about the movie when you were watching it. Why do you? Why is this your favorite Halloween movie? Though? Because it's funny and it has a weird ending and I like Hubie. And I also like his voice and mm -hmm. I like the plot and I like how there are three possible villains and I like how yeah. it's not like any other horror movie. Yeah. Because it's not really a horror movie, is it? No. It's really a comedy. Right? It just takes place over Halloween. Do you think that it made for a good Halloween movie? Yes. What are some of the Halloween things about it? Well, you can really tell it's set in Halloween because there are drive-in movie theaters, there's leaves mm -hmm. everywhere, kids in masks, yeah. animatronic shops, Hubie's Yard, and it takes place during Halloween, and you right. can really tell that it's Halloween because and of... it's not just Hubie's yard. Like, everyone's yard is, like, really decorated, right? Uh-huh. So, like, the whole town, there's not a single house that doesn't have, like, lights up and ghosts and goblins and monsters in the yard, and everyone's got costumes on. Uh-huh. Um, so it looks really cool. Another one of my favorite scenes where they're really scared because they hear a knocking on the door, mm -hmm. and there's... And Hubie's all frantic about these killer, killers that are on the loose. So they're, they're really scared. Mm -hmm. And both of their little sisters have gone missing. Mm -hmm. Well, his little sisters. And knocks on the door mm -hmm. and they scream. And Hubie's like, what are we screaming about? Mm -hmm. And he has their two sisters. Yep. Yeah, he has their... Yep, and he just found them because they had gone out on their own. Okay, so there are a lot of little in-jokes in this movie. They're, what I mean by an in-joke are things that happen over and over again that... If you notice them, they're pretty funny overall, right? Uh-huh. So the first thing, what was the thing about um, Hubie's mother? What was, like, the big joke about her? She she kept wearing um, shirts like Boner Donor. Yeah. So she always wore and, a T-shirt, and the T-shirts were kind of, like, were a little bit naughty, right? Yeah. So I wrote down um, the shirts she wore. So she wore... A shirt that says boner donor. Uh -huh. Right? Now, what did she think that meant? It, she thought it meant... Um, mis what was her definition of a boner? Mistake. And she, and Huey goes, what's a boner? And she goes, I think it means mistake. Mm -hmm. Like, I made a big boner in math class. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, you laugh so hard. <laughs> You're laughing right now. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I made a big mistake. I'm donating my mistakes as a boner donor, okay? And then her friend had a shirt on that said, I shaved my balls for this. Um, and then mom had a shirt on that said, it's not going to lick itself. Um, what does that mean? I am not going to tell you because you're only 10. Um, I still have childhood issues. Yes. There was a shirt that said, I'd hit that. Um, another shirt said, if you can read this, you're in fart range, yeah. which I thought was a really good one. Um, and then there was one called the Muffs Diving School. And the last one is the mom wore was the coyote kayaking gets me wet. Okay. So those are all the different t-shirts that mom wore. And like, if you notice them, you notice they were all pretty 
pretty dirty messages on them, but Mom was kind of clueless about them. Um, another reference from his old movie, there's two references to Adam Sandler's um, old movies right now. One of them is one of the characters, some of the characters, like the bully characters, they're kids, and there's also um, Ray Liotta's character. They play um, a family called the O'Doyles. And if you're familiar with Adam Sandler's movie, specifically Billy Madison, the bullies in that movie are called the O'Doyles. And um, they end up dying because they slip on their car, hits a banana peel, and they drive off a um, cliff and they explode. Um, and their thing was yelling, O'Doyle rules. And there's another thing at the during the food fight, um, they stop throwing food and... He goes, oh, you're all out of food. And he gets hit in the head with a red dodgeball. <laughs> and in the little like bonus scenes after the credits, he actually catches it and goes, now, um, God, what does he say? He's like, now you're all going to get it. Um, and that's a thing from um, also Billy Madison where he plays um, dodgeball with a bunch of kids and they're in first grade, and he just starts <laughs> hucking dodgeballs as hard as he can, and like off first graders' faces until they're all crying. So, little references to his other movies there that I thought were um, really kind of fun and clever, as well as like Ben Stiller's character of the uh, orderly. He played an orderly in Happy Gilmore that was also kind of a jerk. Uh, Michael Chiklis, who's best known from The Shield, he's also a actor from massachusetts from the north shore area he plays a priest in the movie and it's always fun seeing michael chiklis in anything he's only in it for a little bit but he's like really good for like the one scene that he's really in all right what was um what was billy what was uh hubie's weapon what was his like thing that he had that made him thermos so he has a swiss army thermos right it's it's not a Swiss Army thermos. What's it called again? Um, dang, I forget. He called it a Swiss Army thermos. Oh. But he made it in Scouts, right? Uh-huh. So is that what you were thinking? That he made it in Scouts? No. No? I forget what it was called again. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't think Are we going to have to watch the whole movie again? No. <laughs> have to go down and pause the recording and then watch it all until you get it? He called it his Swiss Army thermos because he he made it when he was in scouts right okay i said calling it the wrong thing so, this entire freaking time ada oh my goodness so what were some of the things that he had what did or some of the things the swiss army thermos had for contraptions i think he wrote them down somewhere well could you remember some of them okay so some of them were normal thermos yeah vacuum graffle flashlight umbrella drill shovel yeah it was a shovel, yep. Um, it was, uh, I have no idea what that one says, so I'm going to leave that one. <laughs> it had the retractable cord, so if he threw it, he couldn't lose it. Uh-huh. Right? It had he also used it as a grappling one. So grappling hook when he had to, like, get over the fence, yeah. It had a megaphone built into it. It had a blender built into it, too. Ooh. It was a flare gun, and it also, at the end, acted as a hair dryer, too. He made one for his... Um, his um, a, his son's uh, girlfriend, where it had a hair dryer built into it too. So that was it. Was a really powerful one. 
So what did you like about the Swiss Army thermos? It is a thermos that is Swiss Army and has everything you need with right. it. Replace all of those things on the list with a Swiss Army thermos. Yeah. That's all you need in life, a Swiss Army thermos. Yeah, it was pretty much like Batman's utility belt, right? Uh-huh. So, like, because Batman has a belt and he has all the little things that he needs on it. And it allows him to, like capture the bad guys or get out of some sticky situations so he would use this like when he um was getting chased when he was like at the um when he wanted to break into the house or he thought the werewolf lived he used the drill to undo all the boards that were on the windows right yeah and also in the house what were there in the house uh-huh there was like a lot of dog poop on the floor uh-huh. There was, like, uh, a empty lot of newspapers. Empty cans of dog food. Empty cans of dog food. So Steve Buscemi's character, Walter, um, was eating dog food and pooping on the floor. Which, I don't think that was part of the movie. I just think that's what that person does. <laughs> kind of like uh, Granny in England, I think, right? Okay. So, um, what else did you like about the Swiss Army thermos? Um, what else? Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. I, I, I like it. Okay. If you could make your own Swiss Army thermos, what are a few things you would have in yours? Everything. Well, you can't say everything because, like, that's insane. Like, you, you can't don't say... Need anything else. You can't say, oh, life. it's a boat. Oh, it's an airplane. All you need is a Swiss Army thermos. So, I would, good. let's give you an example. I would have aspirin in my Swiss Army Why thermos. Why aspirin? Because you give me a headache and then I need to take an aspirin. <laughs> what would you put in yours? I would put candy, blankets, maybe a cat. You'd, it'd have a blanket in it and you'd have a candy in it. And a cat. And, and it could act as a, uh, a cat, cat carrier. Who? What cat would you put in, Sammy or Dusty? Dusty. You think Dusty would like going in a thermos? Nibblets. Poor Niblets, our little bunny. I think he's a bit nervous because he thinks you're. She thinks you're going to put him in a thermos. I would put aspirin in it. I would put a phone charger in it, so my phone would charge. Why can't you just put the phone in it? Because I don't. It's too big. Well, maybe I would make it so it's a phone. Um, I would put a charger in it so I could charge it. I would put a little radio in it so I could listen to the radio. And I would put a net in it so I could catch people if they tried to run away. Okay, so I'm gonna go with net, mm -hmm. hair dryer, which is more like which is more like a leaf blower, mm -hmm. umbrella. Um, you don't shovel. even wear a raincoat when it rains. Why would you get an umbrella? Because. Mhm. Mm That's not really an answer. Because. <laughs> Why not? Why can't I have an umbrella? You can, but for what reason? You don't even wear a raincoat when it because rains. Because I want an umbrella. All right, so it would have an umbrella. Okay, very good. Mm. All right. Do you think they have those? Should we look up on Google and see if they have, like, yes! Swiss Army thermoses? This is wicked exciting for our listeners right now. You and I looking up things on Google together. So, listeners, <laughs> bear with us. Swiss Army... Army. Oh, look at that. It exists. There's it exists. Swiss Army Classic Men's Thermos. 3.4 ounce Eau de Toilet Spray. Nope, that is, um, that's a cologne. Here is a Aladdin Heritage Thermos Bottle. Let's see, what makes this a Swiss Army Thermos? It 
Let's see. It's double wall vacuum insulation. Keeps drinks hot or cold for 12 hours. It's lid. Doubles, doubles as a cup. cup. Ooh. A bonus buddy cup. So you have two cups. Nest in the lid. Pour through stopper. Leak proof. And BPA free. Meaning there aren't toxins in it. Um, that doesn't really sound like a... It's not authentic. It's not really a Swiss Army thermos. Like It doesn't really hold much besides drinks or soup. So let's see. I'm going to take a look. Let's look in the news and see if there's a Swiss Army. Hubie Halloween Swiss Army Thermos. Explore the... Well, we already did that. Things only adults know. We'll come back to that one. All right. So there is no news about an actual Swiss Army Thermos coming out, which to me is horse crap. I this think is there needs bull. To be. This is bull right here. You're absolutely right. All right. So I'm looking through your notes right now, and you have a note that literally just says mustache. <laughs> So, tell me about that. What's the deal with that? Mustache. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean about mustache right now? The officer had a mustache. Okay, so the officer had a mustache and a really long beard, right? Yeah. And Hubie Halloween had a mustache? Okay, and there's also a note that says epic fails. What are some of the epic fails? Um, the officer was watching epic fails in his car. Oh, okay. And what can you think of some epic fails? He was, what he was watching? Mm-hmm. He was watching epic fails of people falling over on skateboards. Yeah, but he thought that was really funny, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was really funny. Um, oh, what did the woman who was dressed like the kind of pilgrim do when hubie gave her he's like oh i brought you these coloring things that the kids might really like when they're on their field trip what did um she do with them um i don't know so remember she's like oh these are really nice and then she did what right in front of them i don't know she threw them out <laughs> oh, right no! in front of them right okay <laughs> um what about the um halloween candy pyramid what was that about so Hubie did this thing where he would stack all his candy up until it fell over and the things that fell on the floor he would donate to the homeless shelter. Yeah. Because the homeless shelter can eat off the floor. Well, no, he wouldn't take candy that was open and then give it to them because it's been on the floor. I mean, like it was clean candy. I know. What do you think of that idea? Um, I think that sounds like a really good idea. Are you going to do that this year or are you going to keep all your candy? I'm deciding because number yeah. one, it's my candy. And you number two, it. candy. Yeah, maybe we give a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay, we can do that. So one of but the girls candy. at the school ends up doing that too. Try to sit still, honey, because all that is getting picked up by the microphone when you jump around like that. Okay. And it's kind of distracting to listen to. Um, so you, so one of the girls does that that is at the... Um, that is the, uh, that listens to his talk. And who is that's Violet? Um, Valentine. Valentine's foster child, right? Cookie. Yeah, Cookie. So she's going to do that. So Violet Valentine, here's one of the things that's not very realistic about this movie. Violet Valentine, she's divorced from the police man that is married. That the Muppets. She, that, it was Kevin James Muppet, Sheriff Muppet is what we're going to call him. Um, but 
and she works at like a little diner and she has a massive house like it's four times the size of our house and she has three foster kids and she works as just like a diner person like poor a waitress at a diner pouring I coffee. I thought when you said it wasn't realistic I thought you were gonna say how she was in love with him since right. the first grade. Yes and she's in love with Hubie Halloween since the first grade and neither of them ever talk about it and they kiss on they kiss through the TV set when he is on television at the end of the movie but I don't know I don't know if you can buy a house that looks like it's at least a one million dollar home like paying for by just pouring coffee that didn't seem very realistic i mean meh eh. so maybe you can yeah but her foster son had a really cool costume he had a tin man costume yeah uh, and he what did he hide in it candy he hid kit kat bars yeah which was really cool and mm. i think that kid was will from um stranger, stranger things. things in that who's gotten a lot older and got kind of good looking, so there's that. All right, what else is in your notes that you want to talk about? I have... You have three pages of very tightly written, handwritten notes, but the problem is, like, if I just say, that says mustache, you just start <laughs> laughing and have no idea why you even wrote it, so... Because you and the officer have a mustache. They both have a mustache. What else is in your notes? Um... Um, Hubie Dooby Doo because is mm -hmm. a, because Hubie's name is um a playoff of Hubie Dubois. Uh huh. And they, hmm? Hubie Dooby Doo. So what does that sound like, Fred Flintstone? Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby Dooby Doo. Yep, you're right. Okay, what else? Um, in the funeral, he says, "I'll bury one up your butt." Your what? Um, the dude says to Hubie, I'll bury one up your butt. Yes. I just wrote that, and I don't know what the context is. I don't know either, but I think I'm seeing a flaw in my note-making. Yes. Basically, Hubie goes to a funeral to look at an old tombstone, and he's digging around it, and, and these during the these people are burying their father. And burying their dad. And he's, like, all crawling on the and floor with what his does he tell? What does he tell the old woman? I'll bury one up your butt. No, he does not say that. Hubie says, <laughs> I really like your costume. You're going as a witch, and she's like in her funeral dress. <laughs> and then he, and then the dude pushes him in the grave. Mm -hmm. Yes, his bully pushes him in the grave. Um, let's see. Oh, what about the cat, Mister Whiskers? Oh yeah, he saves a cat named Mister Whiskers, mm -hmm. and the owner yells at him for it. Yes, and he goes, um. And the Violet Valentine comes in with her cat ears on, and she yells at her for being ungrateful. And she goes, "And I'll beat, and I'll beat you with that ugly cat." And the cat's face was just yes. Mm, the cat perfect. makes a face, absolutely. Um, you have a note here: coffee versus hot cocoa. So, what does that mean? In the beginning, the person said he would like coffee, and his sister said, "Since when do you drink coffee?" Mm-hmm. So which is better, coffee versus hot cocoa? I prefer hot cocoa, but drink more coffee. Hmm. Does that make sense? You no. don't like coffee, do you? No. No. When you get older, you'll drink. Peak. Sometimes when you're like a teenager, you'll be like, oh, I'm going to drink coffee right now because um, it makes you seem like you're more of an adult because adults tend to drink coffee. But hot cocoa is a way more fun um, drink to have overall. Okay. 
All right. Um, what else do we have? So why would you recommend Hubie Halloween to watch? Like if you're right now, it's Halloween at noon right now as uh, we post this episode. And I imagine some people listening are looking for something they want to watch tonight. And maybe they're with their family. Hubie. So why would you say if, if I could watch John Carpenter's Halloween with Michael Myers in it or Trick or Treat or Hubie Halloween, why would you tell someone you want to watch Hubie Halloween? John Carpenter's Halloween, first of all. I, we, I remember we watched some of it a while ago mm -hmm. and I said Can, this is boring because it was pretty much in, like... An hour of teens like being like, I want to touch your boobs, and Jason being well, suspicious not, in the woods. That's not John Carpenter's Halloween. That's Friday the 13th Part 2 that you oh, thought yeah, was Oh, yeah, that boring. one. Yeah, so that's a different movie. Because it was Halloween. basically boob touching and not a lot of killing yet. John Carpenter's Halloween. You watched Halloween H2O, which is when they're at the school, uh -huh. and everyone goes away, and you seem to really like that one. Yeah. I don't think you've seen John Carpenter's Halloween. Because that is scary and doesn't have a lot of laughs. And mm -hmm. if you, and if you're looking for something that is still scary, has laughs, has suspense, has three possible villains, and a thermos mm -hmm. in it. Hubie Halloween. So if you're pro thermos, it or else you're dead to me. If you're pro thermos, watch Hubie Halloween. Okay. Yes. What? All right. So what are some other? movies you think would be a really fun Halloween watch. What else do you recommend this Halloween? Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. Another one would be um, Trick or Treat. That one was really fun. Yeah, and it's pretty scary too, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think there's more Scream. You like Scream a lot? Okay. Uh -huh. So if you're planning a movie marathon for this Halloween, you can maybe start with Hubie Halloween because you can watch that with the kids and it's family friendly. There's no blood. There's no gore. Oh, yeah. A little bit of swearing. Another one is the... Does this count? It's not a Halloween movie, but it's, like, scary, I guess. It's the one where the alien comes out of the dude's stomach and I forget what it's called. The Thing? Is that the one where... Oh, Alien? Yeah. The one I with the alien where it's alien, called Alien. But then I thought it wasn't called Does Alien. Does it take place in a spaceship? Would... Yep. Yep, yep, that is one of the best movies of all time. That's I, one of Dad's favorites. I thought it was called Alien, but, I, but I'm like, it's not going to be called mm -hmm. Alien, but yeah, it's called Alien. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question, because that's a great horror movie, but it, it's one of my favorite, but it's not something I usually watch around Halloween, because, because it's, it's set in outer Halloween space. Theme. Right, so I'm going to ask you, and I've asked almost every guest this month, what do you think the difference is between a horror movie... And a Halloween movie. So a, a horror movie is something like Alien, which has gore and it gives you the trail. It doesn't ex exactly have to have gore, but it's a movie that's supposed to scare you. Which, but mm -hmm. a Halloween movie is something that's based around the theme of Halloween mm -hmm. and um and um things in it are Halloween based. It's, for example, do you think things in a space? Do you think um outer space with aliens is Halloween themed? No. Even so, if they were in costumes, no. If you think if you think Halloween, you don't think people in spaceships getting attacked by aliens, but it's still a horror movie. It's mm -hmm. not a Halloween movie, though, yeah. because it's not based around Halloween. Yeah. What are some good examples of movies that are based around Halloween that are fun to watch around Halloween? Trick or Treat. Like I said, again, Halloween. Mm-hmm. 
um, Scream. Mm hmm What else? What else can we watch? What about The Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, yeah, and Shaun yeah. of the Dead. Well, that's Shaun not a Halloween No, movie. but it's got zombies and monsters. So it doesn't have to be set around Halloween, but sometimes, like, classic monsters. I would say, too, movies that are... Um, the Blair Witch Project. That's scary. I watched that one year for Halloween. I think we did that in our backyard one year for Halloween. Yeah. We, what movie did we just watch in the backyard... Uh, this weekend we watched two of them. One with Tim and Lindsay, our dear friends. Ichabod and the thing. We watched, it was called and the blob. Sleepy What? Sleepy Hollow. And what was good about that one for Halloween? Well, um, I liked how it was set in... Um, the colonial times? Yeah, and I liked how I, um, I ended up being a twist mm -hmm. with the mom, the stepmom, mm -hmm. being the villain instead. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I like how, um, also the scenes where he's with his mo mother are kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. those just made me uncomfortable. Yeah, when he's a little boy and they flash back to his mom, it's a little bit strange, yeah? Yeah. But it has a really creepy atmosphere. It's set in New, um... New England. Yeah, it's set in a time, an older time period, and it just looks creepy and dark and really gothic that's a really good one for halloween season what about the blob what did you think of the blob i liked it because it had all these weird like moments where they were so cool to watch and they mm. were like where the blob like consumed people mm -hmm. there were some really cool effects weren't there and it's like this yeah. pink bubblegum thing yeah and it gets really big and it starts yeah. off as this weird slime thing. Also, the hobo, I did not want him to die. Yes. And the kids die in it, too. Like, one of the little boys gets eaten by the blob. Well, he didn't have a dog. Yes, he did not have a dog. And he didn't right. have a beard. So I think this pretty much wraps up our recording on Hubie Halloween. It's two big thumbs up from Mike and Ada, though. I did not yeah. think I would say. So, do you have any messages you want to send our listeners for Halloween season? Don't go out without a costume mm -hmm. and get a thermos. Get a thermos to go with a costume. How is Halloween different this year from other years? Masks. We all have to wear masks if we go out at all, right? People are like, I've seen videos of people like rocketing their candy to kids. Yeah. Making these elaborate shoots to give yep. candy to kids. Yeah. Just chucking it at them and hoping they catch it. Yeah. It's going to be different this year. There's not as much trick-or-treating. The haunted house things we like to do aren't open. Hay rides. Hay, a lot of hay rides are closed. Movie theaters are closed. Um... We're not, you know, last year, what did we do at your school? Um, we did haunted halls. What was haunted halls? And so you go and these like, they make all the halls spooky. There's strobe lights, there's smoke. <sighs> people are in the lockers and they're banging it from yeah. the inside. There's chains, there's people in costume. Yeah. And one of them, um, and there's people in these prison outfits. And there's all these noises. And it's so fun. Yeah. Now, did you went through and it last year blood. with your friends? Like I took you through. I closed with your my friends, eyes and screamed. And you screamed the whole time. It and you was held fun. Dad's hand, right? But it was a lot of fun, right? Uh -huh. And then when you are done with the hall, a haunted hallway, they have like the big cafeteria. They have games oh, and snacks, and you know, it's and sadly like, we, we should can't go do again. That. And we go right. to the end of the line, and it starts from the playground. Right. It was all the way out the building and all the way wrapped around the parking lot. That's how many people want to go. So 
This year we're not able to do that because obviously COVID. So we're hoping that this year, this Halloween, is the one time where we have to skip fun things like that. So I'm going to remind our listeners, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay socially distant. Um, if you go trick-or-treating, wipe down If somebody candy, tries to hug you, body slam them. Don't let anyone hug you, body slam, you know, or kick them in the nards if they try to hug you. Um, do you want to wish our listeners a happy Halloween? Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, everyone. You hope We hope you enjoyed um, this very special bonus episode. It is Bye. the second of two. Well, I'm not done talking yet. Oh, just cut that out. Don't, don't rush me off. This is my, <laughs> okay. this is my show. <laughs> If you want to tell people bye, you can start your own podcast, okay? Okay. It can be about farts. Um, so you can do one about The Office and all the episodes on The Office that you've watched the 800th time now. Um, so anyway, listeners, before I was rudely cut off by this 10-year-old, um, this is the second of two bonus episodes for Halloween. So we also have posted our script reading of Dennis Etchison's Halloween 4, uh, we hope you've enjoyed both of these treats for Halloween. We'll be back a few days late next week. We're going to let these stay up on their own a little bit. Um, but we'll be back by midweek. And we'll be getting back to our coverage of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Uh, Jerry and I, because we did two episodes already on Freddy vs. Jason, breaking down the complete history of that movie and then covering the movie itself... I think we're going to just do a commentary for Freddy vs. Jason, like a fan commentary like we did for Halloween 4. Um, after that, after we wrap up the Elm Street series, I think, I believe the next thing we're doing is going to be Urban Legend. And then... Ooh, that's fun. That's a fun movie, yeah. And then um, we're going to be doing Jerry Wanted to Do the Crow, which is interesting because I've never seen any of the Crow movies, so I think that should be really... Interesting, and then we're going to be kind of heading into the new year. We're going to see, we're going to be planning some big things. So, we hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, go ahead, rate, review, and subscribe to us over on iTunes. If you can take your a moment, leave us a five star review in a few kind words. That goes a long way to helping people find us. Follow us over at Twitter on Pod and Pendulum. We're on Facebook under groups. If you search out Pod and the Pendulum Face Up Podcast. And if you really like us, go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash pod and the pendulum. You get access to all our bonus episodes like The Color Out of Space, It Follows, 976 Evil, and I believe we're recording on the blob uh, in a day or two as well, Jerry and I. Uh, you get access to our Slack page and other goodies as well. All right, all, have a happy Halloween, and we will see you in a few years. Bye.